Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. My name is Doug, and I love mutants. No, this is Doug Loves Movies coming to you once again during this extended cigarette break. It's another Forms <laughs> Alone edition of the show J.D. Power and Associates calls What's That? We've never heard of it. It's Sunday, <laughs> September 6, 2020, pretty sure. And my guests, I'm very sure, are Mike Carosa, Trey Gallion, and Eliza Skinner. Hello! Yeah. I'm I so hope, excited. I hope people can tell my voice apart from um, these other gals. We love movies. <laughs> I love to have shows that are all ladies. This is another special edition. Let's go, girls! It's over. Uh, let's uh, meet individually and alphabetically, starting with out of Toronto. New albums called Cherubic or Cherubic, depending on what part of the world you're from. It's <laughs> everybody. Hi, friends. <laughs> this is so cool. Thanks for having me, Doug. I, uh, I've been a longtime listener, and this is like uh, one of the, the coolest things. I, I can't believe I get to be on Doug Loves Movies. Thanks for having me. Well, it's uh, great to have you because, you know, when these things happen, it's very uh, rewarding to see, uh, I saw a tweet this weekend, your, your album is, uh, is out there for people to purchase. Uh, That's right. And um, uh, you tweeted something to the effect of <laughs> my first album, uh, whatever number of years ago that was, um, yeah. sort of was a, kind of one of your most more inspirational uh, things in terms of getting into standup. And uh, so to just be able to then, to read that tweet, and then just be able to go, hey, do you want to come on Douglas Movies? It just felt, uh, you know, it felt right. Hell yeah, dude. I, I'm like, I'm honestly to, to be like, I remember uh, finding out about comedy albums and then just like downloading a really big torrent of like a terabyte worth of albums and professional humor reading was on there. And I remembered you from Last Comic Standing where your segue set was like the big deal for me because I was like, this dude's making fun of stand up what it, like the form he's like it's a little wink to the judges and everything this rules and then uh professional humor reading is an album i listen to like uh every car drive to and from school um when i was uh just starting cjep and uh and was getting into the idea of like oh i mean i'm toying with maybe performing and then i heard you just having like the most fun at one point you just like have a piano near you and you're like slapping it and doing the pelican brief thing and uh it, it just sounded like the most fun somebody could have and i was like okay i need to try this he's having the blast uh if this is a real job i need to like i gotta try my hand at it 
I'm glad that the, the, the general fucking around that I do was uh, inspirational. <laughs> oh, I mean, there were obviously other bits on the album that are like, you know, solid jokes that I really enjoyed, but definitely you enjoying yourself while you're performing is what got me to be like, I'm, I'm going to call somebody and see what it takes to start comedy. So I was really stoked and uh, felt like maybe I should tell you about it. And now look at me, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. You, you know, if, if you're a terrible guest today, well, oh, well, <laughs> I gave it a shot, but uh, I have a good feeling about it. And, uh, <laughs> lots of, we have lots of mutual friends. I mean, that's how comedy works, but it's just yeah. thing to be, for me to be not, not terribly familiar with you. We've clear, I, I have met you before. Right. We've met in like, like a just for laughs and i think i told you the same thing about how yeah, i started comedy maybe you're the one like i i keep yeah. thinking i've got a lot of people i've inspired by. <laughs> i'm the one that keeps bringing up professional humor it's it's me <laughs> i'm definitely going to check out your album thank you for sending me a link i didn't want oh, to thanks dude for this show because you know what if I did dislike it. That would really be awkward. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to listen to somebody's comedy before you have to. You have to riff with them just in case that colors your interaction with them. Because how are you going to respect somebody you don't find funny? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that brings up <laughs> Trey Galleon. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Hey, oh oh yeah, I'm hey, gonna kiss you. your ass way less than Mike did for sure. <laughs> What kind of shit is going on with your hair right now? You've did some interesting things with your hair during this, haven't you? Yeah, it's still mohawked right now. It kind of <laughs> got stuck in the mohawk because my roommate's been doing it, and that's like the one style she knows how to do. So Yeah, I imagine it's a style everybody knows how to do. You just leave some in the middle. Yeah, it's the <laughs> easiest one. So, yeah, and we've been letting the middle grow ways. So it's pretty gnarly right now. Like, it's pretty much hat all the time. One of them Trojan guards or something? <clears throat> yeah, totally. But my hair is so curly. Like, if I try to put product in it to get it to stand up, it doesn't. It just curls right back up. Mm. Yeah. So it's pretty useless. So a lot of hats, but, you know. Sounds it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm keeping it, damn it. <laughs> uh, how's Brooklyn treating you? Good, man. Um, getting out here and there. Went and did some acid with friend of the show, Justin Thompson, in the park the other day. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, freaked out a little. Hung out in the trees, you know. Listened to some jazz on the water. All sorts of cool mm. stuff. What, uh, are you and Justin like close enough that you don't have to mask up when you're together? Or do you, did you have masks on for this? Oh, I mean, we masked up until we got around each other and then, yeah, then it was right? cool. It's like dogs, you just sniff each other's butts and then it'll be fine. Yeah, man. <laughs> like you got a fever? Nah. You got a fever? Nah. All right. Want to hit this joint? Let's wow. Go. It's like, a, it's like a, a gathering of doctors. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Haven't we all become medical professionals during this? <laughs> I've got three degrees. Well, a lot of people have been seriously not terribly productive because of all of this, but our third guest today is, uh, has, this is such a big weekend for you, I should say. First of all, it's Eliza Skinner. Hi. And um, Hi. you have uh, an album out and a, a TV show that you wrote. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's on uh, Disney Plus called uh, Ned to to Earth to Ned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, can't, I get them. I switch them around sometimes. Cause it could, <laughs> could really go either way. Yeah, I'm just glad that they didn't make us call it "Better Off Ned." Um, that was <laughs> floated. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a it's a, a weirdly huge weekend for me, um, it, which has been hard to promote both of those things, especially the state of the world. Like, it's hard uh -huh. for me to be like, "Hey, buy my album," but also like my album watch my show oh and um give frozen water to unhoused people like what what am i what are my priorities here this is not okay um well, I mean, you know i think all of those things I, I think it's good that you're doing all of that i think people that kind of lay low and don't promote their stuff is just like well then the people who would be 
whose lives would be made a little bit better by your comedy or, you know, going to not be aware of it. You know, like, I just think putting it out there that it's an option, you know, just not being too, uh, too forceful about it. Yeah. Uh, it's well, fine. But that's, I also, also, that's what I've been doing is when I see that someone uh, that's a friend of mine in comedy has an album or a thing coming out now, because they're so awkward about promoting. <laughs> You're like, I can help. I, I like to reach out and say, just come on Douglas Movies, because we could just sit here and talk about it all we want. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as long as we're acknowledging that it's also very crass to promote at this time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also had, with both projects, had a lot of really great people help me with them. So I, I feel like a, uh, a real responsibility to get all of their work out yeah, exactly. Too. I mean, you know, Earth to Ned needs a needs another season. Thank you. Yes, I agree. Right. They only mm. we we actually shot twenty episodes, and they just put out ten. So oh. if people really like it, hopefully they'll put the other ten out sooner rather than yeah. Later. Well, I you know I I watched the uh, Andy Richter one, and then uh, mm -hmm. pieces of others. I uh, we were particularly interested in the uh, episode where. Uh, the uh, dog groomer who we actually know, <laughs> Jess Rona, Jess Rona. Uh, was not only on the show, but very good at, at acting and interacting with the, uh, the puppetry, the Muppetry. Mm -hmm. And, um, but we sought that episode out to, to see her and it was, uh, but the show is, it's extremely entertaining because you're obviously wanting to, it, it wants to be inclusive in terms of the audience. So mm -hmm. it's not it's not like one of those things where it's like an adult puppet show, but it's also not for uh, kids. Yeah, it's I mean it's really a co-viewing for everybody thing. Um, when I first got brought on, it was supposed to be for adults, um, supposed to be like real edgy and for adults. And then they were like, "Wait, kids like puppets. They're gonna want to watch this no matter what." <laughs> uh, so we should make this for everybody. And then Disney kind of pushed even more to be like, yeah, this should be co-viewing. Everyone can be in the room. And just the point of view of the, of the aliens lent itself to that really well. Like what, what would an outsider think of humans and what kind of questions would be, would they have? And um, I ended up like <laughs> my, my goal for it kind of settled on, okay, ideally I would like to make a show for that, that helps create a, another generation of weird kids who aren't scared to ask questions <laughs> and give stoners something to watch. Like, <laughs> it's, um, it's basically like the, it's a new and, and, you know, visually much more spectacular uh, space ghost coast to coast. Yes, it definitely has, has some, some similarities with that. Um, <laughs> it's nice that we, we actually get the guests in the studio since yeah, the space ghosts couldn't be... Like, <laughs> F with them per se. It's not to make the guests look silly, which they did a lot on Space Coast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, we, um, but also on the other side of it, I, I've worked in so many talk shows and like celebrity driven shows that I was really over that world and over the whole promoting famous people just because they're famous kind of stuff. Uh, and I liked that this show gave us a chance to ask celebrities to, to give us their wisdom as humans. Just like, hey, what is something that you know that you only know because you're, you're just a human? So you've experienced these things that these aliens haven't, rather than what kind of onset pranks did George Clooney play? Which I'm like, I don't know if I need to include more of that in the world. Um, yeah, and every, every talk show interview is immediately dated because mm -hmm. of all the you know, specific references to what was being promoted at the time. And yeah. that's the other thing about this is this is an ageless talk show because... It's just about people and aliens. Yeah, uh, it's only dated because they uh, they're not wearing masks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the way and you described the show is like it's really selling me on it because uh, I'm not a big puppet guy. They kind of freak me out, but I'm I texted my roommate about his Disney Plus login so I can watch it. Oh, good. This guest list looks amazing, and I mean, it sounds great. It yeah, like well, I mean, I, one of the things that I made sure to include in the show from the very get um, was that they are creeped out by puppets also. Ned has a real oh, problem sweet. with puppets. <laughs> He's like, that's gross. I don't understand why anybody would ever watch that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we have, we got really great guests. A lot of people that I think anybody who listens to this show is familiar with. Like on our, our I was proud that on our um, comedy episode, our comedy experts are Paul Shear, Kristen Schaal, and Maria Bamford. Like, yeah, that's oh, who nice. I 
teaching uh, an alien what, what humor is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love puppets, so I'm totally going to watch it. Cool. <laughs> yeah, like I have sex with puppets. Oh, wait. Damn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 yeah, exactly. Like so many things to... So puppets are, puppets are nearby while you're having sex? No, like I'm having sex with you're making puppets. love to the puppets. Yeah, man. Who's I mean, that's a pretty like, wide. Uh, that's a big I mean, that's here. tough. I, I guess puppets can consent if you are the one puppeteering. Exactly, it. and it's already got the hole. It's right there. Right, right. Exactly. I mean, a lot of things have holes. No, right, true, but it seems kind of perfect with a puppet. Look, man. I mean, if it's a puppet you care about, yeah. Yeah, Uh it can feel perfect, I suppose, I imagine. Yeah, Um, so from people who fuck puppets to people who are creeped out by them, Earth to Ned is for you. Something for everyone. (laughs) Victimless crime, everybody. It's a victimless crime. (laughs) I would really like, you know, Disney Plus to appreciate the promotional work I'm doing. (laughs) Oh, right. And you come in and you're all like, I have Disney Plus. I'll watch it. I'm going to put my dick in it. (laughs) Yeah, I apologize. Uh, It's okay. Um, Look, man, some people are going to have to have some hard conversations with their kids. Hey, for sure, this is going to be some sort of puppet version of um, uh, Robin Hood when it created a whole subculture of people who were uh, in love with um, animated animals. Uh, yeah, just are you excited for like you know when Comic Con gets back to normal? There'll probably be like people in sexy Earth to Dead. <laughs> I hope so. That That's would be great. I would love to see people in like uh, see people dressed up like Betty because I kept wanting to do different things with showing what the rest of her uh, electronic body would be um, since she's just a big floating face. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the whole time I was working on this, I was like, this is what we can do is for integration for, uh, for Comic-Con. Everybody's like this, that's not the important thing. And I'm like, for you, it's not, but I definitely want Earth to Ned food truck. Yes, I do. <laughs> Everyone will come up and get mugs of mayonnaise and all their favorite Ned treats. Um, What's yeah. good to eat, humans? We don't know. We're just winging it from back here. Yeah, yeah. We we did a food episode. That one that one's not out yet though. So, yeah. oh. but our um our musical episode is the the tenth episode that was released with this group, and um I was really excited and proud of that because I got to write all the songs for it, and um the guys I wrote the songs for that episode with also helped me with the songs on my album regarding my lovers, which also came out this week. Hell yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that all tied together so nicely. <laughs> thank you. Thank Seamless. you. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Um, well, thank you to all three of you for being here today. And, uh, <laughs> thank you, Doug. Interrupting mm-hmm. your camping trips. Cause I'm sure you all went camping for Labor Day weekend. Uh, it's so beautiful um, out. Why would we not? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I got to do a couple of pieces of business here, starting with the, uh, from the corrections department. Uh, we haven't bothered them in a while, but uh, <laughs> last week I said that this guy, Matt Schultz was, uh, I said he was in fast five. Uh, oh, he was in fast five. I said he wasn't. And then maybe he was in fast six, but not seven and eight. So that's, I'm glad that's sort of cleared up. <laughs> And then, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, now it's time for my weekend box office report. I report the BO results, and my guests show off their easy and charming report. <laughs> um, movies are in theaters. It's happening. Mm. There's theaters that are open. They're not in New York City or Los Angeles. What's the Toronto scene like with the moving picture shows, Mike? Um, my I, a friend of mine went to see Tenet this week, and yeah, uh, they're open, season, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently, they only let like I think it was like thirty people into the whole IMAX room, which can seat a ridiculous amount of people. So folks just had all the space to themselves and uh he said it was one of the the best viewing experiences he's ever had um and this is a guy who like doesn't go a week without going to the movies normally so this last uh you know since march it's been really painful for him and the moment they opened he was just like i gotta see tenant uh don't care what movie i'm seeing but i'm gonna go see that one and he was like delighted by it he loved it and uh said that 
he hopes that, he hopes that they get to stay this way, which is uh, I hope they don't. But I I think uh, I think he really really enjoyed having his space and having so few people in that room with him. Yeah, it's tough to keep it staying that way though because you know you can't tell a, a business, hey, don't sell seats. You know. Yeah, exactly. It's empty. It's kind of a kind of a tough request if if you know once they're allowed to let people in. But oh yeah, uh, you know, I, I don't want to watch a movie with a mask on my face. Is where I I'm drawing a line currently. Like I'd rather just go to a drive-in and sit in my car. Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. I'm a big snack guy too, so I'm like. What are you going to do? You're going to pop the snacks into the mask or you're going to go under the mask. You're going to take it off every time. It's too much to think about. It's, Don't yeah, pull me out of this movie. A lot of unnecessary business. <laughs> but uh, so Tenet managed to make, because also Christopher Nolan just would not even let it play on uh, in drive-ins. Like these are all, all oh. actual screens. 2,800 screens had Tenet and it made uh, $20 million, which is, you know. Whoa especially for the first weekend of September, that's not a terrible opening. Usually the first weekend of September, everybody, you know, goes on, uh, you know, Labor Day weekend trips and they, and they don't go to movies at all. It's like one of the slowest weekends at the box office. So, I mean, and then not to mention the state of the world. Wow. They've also made tenants made like $53 million already around the world because uh, there's, you know, lots of uh, territories where, uh, you know, theaters are open. Um, last week's number one, The New Mutants, uh, was on almost as many screens as Tenet and only made $2.8 million. So it's, it's really coming down to people making the choice of, you know, what's worth taking the risk for, you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Not visiting your family in either case. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, last week's number two, Unhinged with uh, <laughs> Russell Crowe. Uh, Russell Crowe is the title uh, action. <laughs> he, uh, he brought in 1.6 million on 2,400 screens. So, like, clearly, not only is there social distancing inside these theaters, but people are also uh, not going to uh, uh, some of these films. So, if you want to see a movie in a theater, uh, I recommend New Mutants or Unhinged because you you know there's a better chance to be in there alone. Yeah, mm. I'm I'm kind of bummed out that. Um that Christopher Nolan didn't want his, didn't want it at drive-ins. Same. Like, that I mean, I get it, but it's not the ideal. Because he knows the truth, experience. man. He knows this COVID thing <laughs> is just a ploy to back the drive-in but film like, business. And he's not going to support that. And you know what? I, I stand I, behind him. I don't know if I trust a movie guy who's like, I don't like drive-ins. Like what? Come on. Because he knows the real truth. That's why. Yeah, and the sound is so much better at drive-ins these days because you can, you know, listen Go to it through your radio. radio. Yeah. If you have good speakers, you could actually have kind of a surround sound experience. It is a little, like, I saw a movie at a drive-in a week or two ago, and it was one where, like, you know, like a train would go directly by and, okay. and like, beyond the oh. theater other businesses are like open with really bright lights on. So, like, it, it wasn't the optimal way, you know, to look at a movie but it's still a fun way to go to the movies, especially. Yeah, yeah you know, drive-ins are pretty rare. I mean, it's, it may be one of the only parts of, bits of Americana that I'm like, I'll stand by drive-in movies. Yeah. That I can still like, I can still be like, hey, this is pretty cool. You make out inside your car, you get to see Robocop. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, not too it's like a private showing, but you know, other people are doing it too. I feel like maybe, does Christopher Nolan just think people don't wash their windshield so well and then he's bummed <laughs> like that's what he's going for yeah he doesn't want to have you know he's got all these cool visuals and they don't include, <laughs> they don't include like you know dead gnats yeah. <laughs> we didn't spend all this money for the, somebody's bird shit on their uh, window to ruin their experience yeah maybe yeah, you this put is in my art of, man put in a lot of uh, cgi gnats into the film and was like <laughs> what a prank. i want you to love the artistry that Man, would be that's a hell of a prank. Nice. Yeah, out of spite, you just have like a windshield filter that you put over the whole movie. I saw the tenant driving cut really buggy. <laughs> yeah, a lot of lot of breaks for ads for the concession stand, but <laughs> kick on the wipers by accident every once in a while. You know how the posters for tenant show kind of like it, it looks like there's sort of like a upside down world or something. Like a kind of a, 
ongoing alternate timeline or something like that. I swear around Los Angeles, when I drive by the billboards, uh, people, somebody's been going around and putting a mask on the face oh. <laughs> oh. in that's, the under part. That's kind of so, like, cool. Almost insinuating Christopher Nolan is on to something here that like there's people who wear masks and people who don't wear masks and they're, they're living, they're going to have separate societies that, uh, that run, uh, you know, uh, concurrently next to each other. Right. Okay. So like a more peaceful version than the Elysium that we seem to be barreling towards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like okay. I tenet is that is going to be, you know, that without the, I assume without uh, the death count, mm -hmm. but cool. um, I have mixed feelings about Chris Nolan movies. I think they tend to be kind of lacking in, in heart. And I think he also has heard that so much from people that he's saying, Oh, Oh yeah. You think my movies don't have heart. I'll show you no heart. <laughs> and, he, uh, and he just makes an even colder experience the next time out you know? yeah man just calculated spite on the screen yeah, yeah. it's a very powerful thing i hope that's you what, what he's though. doing because if he's if he's like yeah. this one's gonna be real so much heart and then it's like no buddy you missed the mark even worse i feel uh, like he's putting heart into them like inception is, at its core is supposed to be a romance and i do not no. At all. Oh, yeah. You end up yeah. together. <laughs> uh -oh. I mean, even at the end, you're like, is is it happening? Is it really what? Oh, now we're staring at the totem. You know, you don't know. So it's kind of like a, it's a sad ending, but it's supposed to be the romance at the core. I don't know. It's a, yeah, he's a visually love the stuff he's put out, but uh, I'm not, I'm not reaching in there for the, for the emotional elements to it. It's, I mean, uh, the best part of his um, his Batman stuff was the refusal to have an emotional element with their with the Joker, right? Yeah, being yeah, like, yeah. "Boohoo, I'm sad. Never mind. No, I'm not. You don't even uh -huh. know." And like, that's what he's working with. Okay, cool. Hell yeah, yeah, but you know, that's the thing is that like I feel like Christopher Nolan lucked out that Heath Ledger had that performance worked out. You know, like, mm -hmm. I don't think Christopher Nolan gave him any tips on how to behave that way. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. think that proper British guy was like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like. when it's, know, That performance was not because of great directing. No. no. Could you lick your lips more, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying that, like, when it's when that's the direction it's meant to go anyway, that's when it works. Mm -hmm. um, when, it's, yeah. when it's supposed to be. Um, lack of emotion mm, yeah. like okay you're not getting in the way then um let's play some <laughs> games you guys that's how yeah. when i get people together like a person like trey with his deep uh, amount of knowledge of cinema you guys are in trouble that he <laughs> i mean without <laughs> I'm one of these guys that's listened to it in the car and been like, it's so easy. And then the moment I play these games with friends, I'm like, I don't, I can't, I don't remember what movies are. Uh, is yeah. every answer Mean Girls twice? Yeah, I've never seen a movie, so this is going to be tough for me. <laughs> yeah, you got to have your go-tos, you know. I have my go-tos for sure. So maybe one of those will pop out today. I think Eliza's, uh, Eliza's been replaced by an alien. And she's <laughs> and the alien's just trying to pretend to be her amphibian. Yep, that's that's what's gonna happen to everybody soon. Get used to it. Wait, do you get to do any of the puppet voices? <laughs> I do. I play. Um, there's a there's a character that's in a couple episodes called the uh, the roaster toaster. It's a small toaster nice. that delivers roast jokes. Oh, nice. That's me. <laughs> Can't wait. Yep. Does it have a what's the bread situation? Is it toasting <laughs> while no. an empty there's no there's no bread. It's uh, I, the it, it's an alien creation, so they probably didn't even realize that, <laughs> that humans have anything that's at all similar. This is just they you press down the lever and then a uh, it lights up and says something mean about your dad. And then the toast doesn't pop up <laughs> after you deliver the zinger? Nope, no toast. They don't need toast. So you know. <laughs> Or like a bagel if it's a Jewish joke or something. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. No. A Danish. Nothing. A no. Pop tart. Not a single a one. 
It pops up like five cockroaches that all go like, oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's a New York toaster. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Wow. That is a little too close to home. Sorry. You know, you live in a hundred-year-old building. (laughs) You just got to deal with some things. It's got got all of its own set of rules. And, uh, you know, you can ask questions all day. But if you, once you watch it, you'll get it. Oh, I'm totally gonna watch it. Don't worry, I'll watch it. Yeah, I got it queued up right now. I'm I'm stoked to to take a look at this. I'm one of those suckers that got Disney Plus for two years because I thought I'd be like watching it every day, and all I've done is I watched Hamilton and uh, (laughs) one episode of Jeff Goldblum talking about sneakers. Oh yeah, that's oh yeah, (laughs) that's a good show. I've been watching all the Star Wars. Yeah, I watched the Mandalorian. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm surprised to hear that you're not watching so much on Disney Plus, Doug, because you're like famously the most into Disney. Like, don't you just love everything Disney? I like the I like the Disney parks more than their movies. As ah, I see. And also, I just I've seen all those movies, you know. And like uh-huh. with the streaming services, what I'm finding is that there's so much new stuff that I'm not as interested in going back and watching, like. Because also I know that a lot of the Disney stuff I liked when I was young would probably be seriously flawed to me now. Yeah. So it's kind of better to almost leave it in the vault and not uh, not revisit. Word. Yes. I, I kind of agree watching, with that. I started yeah. watching Never Been Kissed on Disney Plus the other day and was like, no, 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 no. Is this going to be okay? Oh, no. Oh, uh, oh wow. They were treading <laughs> a fine line here with a girl, go- a grown-up lady back in high school. Yeah, it's really it's really strange. Have you seen that? There's a show, a straight up show on Netflix called Pen Fifteen. Yes, that's, that's like adult actresses interacting with actual high school kids in a very real way. Yeah, I I, don't I, know I love how that. I feel about it. I I really like it because wow. because you, you can tell with that one that like first of all they're pl- they're supposed to be kids. They're not supposed to be grown ups. No. I just like that they have the range of emotions of their these adult women um, to, to portray the kids, but also the, they do a really good job of editing and like, I don't feel like any of the kid actors were put into creepy or weird situations in, in making it. Yeah. Um, I've always seen a little bit of it, but I imagine that it could get rough, but it's like um, Bo Burham's movie. Burnham. mm -hmm. uh, Eighth grade eighth grade was uh, like it's amazing how realistic it is and it doesn't pull any punches but it also remains sensitive yeah i loved in eighth grade that the moment where like you you see how she sees him and he's just like this cool kid and and obviously like a preteen sex icon to her and i feel like i've seen preteen girls shown that way in movies so many times by all these male filmmakers you know i mean it was there was a lot of that um but i'd never seen uh a kid a a young girl looking at a young boy the way i did when i was young where where they should look like a cool dj even though they would look like a 10 year old boy to anybody else but to that girl it's like oh no he is tiger beat he <laughs> yeah. for sure knows how to scratch on records and do skateboard <laughs> tricks and yeah. the world slows down around him. So I, I, I appreciated that he found a way to, to show that. It's a good movie. I like it. Um, the game we're going to play first today is called uh, So Low Can You Go? Oh, I might be good at this I'll one. you alphabetically starting with Mike. And I will tell you a fun fact, Mike, and you uh-huh. tell me if it's about Oscar-winning documentary Free Solo or Solo, A Star Wars Story, <laughs> or neither. Okay. And then if you miss, you know, then uh, Trey gets a shot at the remaining two answers, and if he misses, then Eliza gets the lucky uh, free point. I don't All miss. Right. What if you has two points? Starting with Mike, you ready? I am. I'm shooting in the dark on this, but I'm ready. Let's do I, it. You know, you, you haven't seen Free Solo or Solo, a Star Wars story? I have not, but I, you know wow. what? I like, I like yeah. my intuition. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, free Solo, Solo or Neither features a vertical rock face called El Capitan. Ooh, okay. Well, this sounds like it's got to be 
free solo, you which say. is making me think it's solo. But I'm going to say free solo. That is correct. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Nice job, Mike. Your first, your first question on Douglas movies, and you got it right. Man, I, I'm feeling great today. <laughs> Trey? Well done. Yes, I'm here. Here. Free Solo or uh-huh. Solo, Star Wars Story, or neither. Okay. Had two directors. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, two credited, ne- neither. Two, two credited directors. What? Neither. You say neither? Yeah. That's incorrect. <sighs> Liza. Yes. I, I'm solo supposed to... Or Solo, a Star Wars story. Which one had two credited directors? Two, would a, okay, can I ask for a clarification? Uh-huh. Would a directing team be considered a di- one director credit? Uh, no, that'd be two directors. Okay, I'm going to say Free Solo then. Was directed by a team. That is correct. Yes. Nice. Yes. You were, that was a tricky one. That was a tricky one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice, only nice. get harder. Are you ready, Mike? I'm stoked. Let's do it. Uh, free Solo, Solo a Star Wars story, or neither. Some of it was shot with iPhones. Oh. Uh, oh. I'm going to... Oh, man. Free Solo might be... I'm going to say neither. You didn't fall for my little trick. Neither is correct. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. I knew it. I thought I've been listening a long time. Mountain climbing. You must, they must have to have small cameras. Yeah, I thought that. And then I thought, you know what? Doug set me up, baby. No, they use the real <laughs> shit. It's crazy. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. So, Trey, let me try. Let's get this. This feels like a setup, man. <laughs> <laughs> Were there a round of emails that I wasn't privy to? (laughs) You mean like I tell people the answers or something? Hey, man, look, it's your show, you know? (laughs) Yeah. 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. Free Solo, Solo Star Wars Story, or neither? Oh. Wow. Um... I'm going to say solo. Incorrect. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh. Uh, what do you think, Eliza? Uh, I think... one got 63%? Three solo? Neither. Neither. Uh, your guess is neither? Yes. That is correct. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, buddy. I Documentaries so always get game. high. And it's yeah. Star Wars, so they go high on those for sure, too. Yeah, Free Solo got a 97%. Of course. And Documentaries always get rated pretty high. Yeah, but high Star Wars right. movies, you got a 50-50 nowadays. Yeah, but yeah, there's so many people that don't like the... Well, I don't know. I have a theory about if, if a documentary makes it into theaters, it, mm-hmm. had, it was such an uphill battle for, you know, a nonfiction. Uh, film oh, yeah. to even get there that it has to have a story where the doc- documentary filmmakers really got something of value uh, you know that people can get excited about so yeah documentaries you know the ones you never see those are the ones that would get shitty reviews I'm a fan of the audience score especially for genre stuff because I feel like the reviewers had to go see it whether they wanted to or not and mm-hmm. uh, the the audience went to go see it, planning to like it. So right. they I always were already being a fan of. Yeah, the that's the thing is they're going in with a much more positive attitude, and it's you know, and it's based usually on like opening night is when they get the score. Mm-hmm. So like it's the people that they drop everything and see that movie that day. That's their level of enthusiasm. So then when it gets a bad score, it's like oh man, that movie just yeah completely did not. Uh, hit the mark you know yeah and i like tyler perry movies a lot and the uh the reviewers <laughs> are like this yeah. is garbage but tyler perry fans are like it's perfect i dropped my drink yes. it uh, it's everything i want <laughs> yeah man as I mean, a horror movie fan i dropped my drink um, <laughs> all right as someone who loves horror movies it's always the same thing audience score yeah. is the way to go 
Yeah. Are you ready, Trey? Yeah, man, I'm ready. Wait, is it, we're back to me Are already. All right. I thought it was me. Eliza yeah. went. I, I, I'm you going to got another point, didn't you? Eliza no, did. I did. Oh, Eliza did. Yes. Yeah, so, Mike, yeah, you're right. Sorry, Trey. Yeah, man, that's cool. I, hey, man, I, maybe I, I'll I fuck it up and narrow you. it down. I meant to email you about this. <laughs> <laughs> Suck. <laughs> Okay, Mike, a song called Gravity plays during the end credits. Oh, man. Can I ask a question? Uh, when did, when did Free Solo come out? What? When did Free Solo come out? Oh, gosh. Has it been two or three years, maybe? Oh, okay. So, yeah, maybe they're, they're like cheeky about it and putting John Mayer's Gravity in there. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say free solo. I live on the edge here. I don't know who sang it, but yes, there's a song by uh, <laughs> somebody called Gravity at the end of free solo. Hell oh yeah. <laughs> Which like, you know, I guess since the guy lived, it's fine. But can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they put an ode to the movie's villain, I guess. Yeah. Well, Grizzly Man has um, Grizzly Teeth is the final song, right? Oh, it's um, so good. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Chomping grizzly teeth. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, Spoiler that alert. That, uh, that means that Mike won that game. Congratulations, Mike. Oh, hell yeah. Way to go, Mike. Look at that. Thank and you very you much. Find out what you won after these commercial messages. We'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We're back. <laughs> oh, man. I told you it was fast. Mike, yeah. <laughs> it was one, really dude. Quick. So you get to go first in our final and all-determining game. This is going to decide who gets the bragging rights today of uh, – being the winner there's no prizes there's just pride at stake that's more valuable than any prize right yeah yeah, yeah. trey have you played this game yet it's called weird algorithm that doesn't sound familiar at all <laughs> Damn it. Gonna love it on the imdb site and app if you they've got a thing now where if you go to the full cast list of any project, any movie or TV show, you can click on a thing to uh, refine the list based on popularity uh, according to IMDB and their massive amounts of data that they get from people using it. So it's very tricky uh, reordering the cast uh, based on who is most popular today from uh, classic movies of the past. So I'll name a movie and then each one of you gets to name and you can share answers on this. You could talk about, you know, just everybody has to finally decide on an answer. And if your answer, if the person that uh, you name, if they're the top build person in the movie, you get three points, second build two, third point one, we'll play three rounds. Everyone will get a chance to go first because we rotate who goes first. Let's nice. So Bye. we're, so it's cast list based on popularity? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, popularity according to uh, IMDb's weird algorithm because it... Data they've mined from us that we haven't been paid for? I'm just trying to tell you, Trey, <laughs> that I've come up with a game where anybody can win. So it's yeah, current I mean, popularity. I think is what you've you said. tried this before, yeah. and I prove you wrong every time <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but hey man i'm game let's do this any one of the three of you can win i think we will <laughs> so but, but it's those three at this time you have a chance we're trying to guess As, current popularity of popularity like according to imdb today okay like, got it like yeah so they might have Brad. been a teeny tiny part but we love them now yeah, yes. I'll, t I'll tell you what. I feel like I've already won because I'm hanging out with some pals. It's a pretty good day. All right, guys. Let's uh, have some fun. Oh, what, what an attitude. Ass kisser. <laughs> entire episode. Hey, it. welcome to it. the brand, baby. Hey, man. <laughs> love it. Good on you, Mikey. 
Yeah, bring it. Oh, I'm, no, yeah. I'm big time Mikey. Oh, you got it. Saying, uh, the name Trey, you can't do that. You can't. Trey E just sounds stupid. It does, yeah. Eliza E. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like people lock up when they try to throw something on the end of mine. It's just like, Trey, hey, yeah. Trey Long, Trey Long, y'all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah Trey. Megan Trainer. Okay. Uh, I was thinking Trey Guy, but I don't know if that makes any sense. I just was like, hey, Trey Guy. It's Trailer that's Park, yeah. Ooh. Okay, all right. <laughs> do you get points for that? Did that do anything for my score? No points. Damn. Oh. Okay. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I'll, I uh, if you got points on mine and I don't have a system, you guys all get points. Doug, yeah, it's Ryan, too far. Got it's going. Mike it's going. Oh no. <laughs> Mike Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> the film in question is. Oh look at this! Solo, a Star Wars story. Oh boy. Okay. Who do you think from that cast? If you have trouble remembering any particular names, just ask. But who um, do you think would be the most popular right now? So, as someone who has not seen the movie, uh, and frankly, I, I like I'm not a big uh, Star Wars guy myself, but I have to guess this is the one that Harrison Ford came back for. This is the one. No, this is this? Uh, the prequel uh, before all the other Star Wars movies of uh, the, the first time Han Solo and Chewbacca uh, met oh. each other and when they were hanging out with uh, Lando Calrissian and playing uh, card games for the Millennium Falcon. Oh, I see. And is this the one where they had the um, Carrie Fisher hologram in? No, this is the one where it takes place before all the other stuff. I see. Oh, I mean, I don't know the timeline on these things. These are stalling techniques. Yeah. 100% stalling. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Adam Driver because you know he's involved with this franchise. Uh, all right, so you'll be able to change your answer later because that's a ridiculous answer. All right, so <laughs> let's, go to, let's go to Trey. Do you have any uh, thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, clearly it's got to be uh, Danny Glover, right? You mean Donald kidding, Glover? Kidding, it's Donald Glover, yeah. You were kidding? That's your choice to sound like a racist white fool? No! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you're, you're, going, uh, you're going DG? Yeah, yeah. All right, what do you think, Eliza? Uh, well, since he picked Donald Glover, I guess I'm going to uh, go with uh, Phoebe Waller-Briggs. Oh. Mm. Oh, sounds like I didn't get it. <laughs> Ooh, I you can, you can also share answers, so you could go oh. with Donald Glover if you think the points are going to be there. Oh, mm. interesting. I see what you're doing here. Okay, well then, yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm I'm gonna jump on board with the with Donald Glover. You know, Glover. All right, what do you think, uh, Mike? Are you gonna lock in with uh, Adam Driver? Oh, no, 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 no. You called that a stupid answer, and I'm going to say <laughs> no. <You did? laughs> yeah, oh, somebody did. I know, uh, I, I remember that. <laughs> uh, I'll, you know what? We're going teamwork on this guy. Uh, Donald Glover, lock it in, baby. <laughs> you know, the thing I love about Alex Trebek is he tells the contestants when they're stupid, like we just went to the Do you remember that clip of He's him calling somebody a, a loser? <laughs> oh, really? That happened? Yeah, somebody described. He was like uh, doing that thing before the second segment where he's uh, interviewing them. Like, hey, what do you like to do? Or like, he's got this set interview, and then somebody's like, "Well, we I do LARPing, and LARPing is this and that." And he's like, "So, in other words, a loser." And then that was that was a big sting. Oh no! Before yeah. he went back to the podium. I think he did. Didn't he do that for uh, someone who said they like nerdcore rapping? Also. Oh, that must have been it. I, I, yeah. you know what? I must have substituted uh, nerdcore rap for LARPing. A lot of people but, uh, do. Yeah. <laughs> Alex feel it feels like Alex is so knowledgeable that he would definitely make fun of anything that he hasn't heard of. <laughs> like um, if it's out of his scope, it's meaningless. Exactly. What if, <laughs> what if in all the years he's hosted that show, he's learned nothing? Like he hasn't retained any facts. He's just like, I just read him, baby. I don't know what a garbage can is. I don't know what uh, a Tibet wow, that is. That would be tough because there are so many garbage can questions. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> answers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I watch Jeopardy sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Clearly. <laughs> well, I've got some bad news because the results from this one are 
Strange Indeed. Uh, okay. Coming in at number nine, I don't always go this deep, but I found it interesting Ooh. that listed number nine is uh, the guy who plays Han Solo in Solo. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars story. Not much of a launching pad, huh? Yeah, Alden Ehrenreich, which is... He must uh, have been a real dick, you know? I mean, I don't know. Why? <laughs> to not get any more work off of being in a, uh, the Han Solo project. Nobody know? liked oh. the Han Solo project. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was good. Okay, you liked the Han Solo project, but that was about it. Well, I haven't heard this guy's name Lando. once in my life. They're going to make a younger Lando with Donald Glover TV series for, I think, for probably for Disney. Oh. So I'm looking forward to that because I thought he was a good choice for Lando in the solo oh movie. Oh, my gosh. I didn't give him much of interest to do. Yeah. Um, but he came in at number eight. You got it. Oh, me. wow. No, crazy. Seven is Ray well. Park. Six is Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Oh, oh you were the one with that. <laughs> Bettany. Fourth is Dandy Newton. Third was John Favreau, who does a voice in the <laughs> What? Yeah, number two, Woody Harrelson. And what? number one, number one, the female protagonist of the film, played by <gasps> Amelia Clark. Yes, from last Christmas. I remember that girl. <laughs> wow. That girl from last Christmas. She was also on some HBO thing. But last Christmas is really going to be her legacy. Yeah. yeah. Was it <laughs> real sex or something? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's Eliza, last Christmas. Did you see last Christmas? I did. No. Could you please share with us? Because people have, I've heard, but I, you know, critics hold back on this sort of information. Uh, the twist at the end is supposedly quite silly. Is that true? No, I mean, I don't know that it's quite silly. It's, um, it's just, it's not a romantic twist. Oh, it's a sad uh, ending. Yeah, like, it's, um, it's just not quite, yeah. I don't know, because I don't want to spoil. Like a movie that's going to have a very happy ending, and then apparently it doesn't. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Like, I mean, and that, you know, straight up from the beginning. It, I mean, it has a happy ending if it's like, hey, you know, this character has been improved and she will probably go on and have a better life than she did at the beginning of the movie. But um, it does not get all tied up the way that uh, generally that type of movie, if it was like on Hallmark, you would expect it to get tied up. All right. Some <laughs> review I read really led me astray that it like, because like, uh, there was a movie a few years back, like where one character, you know, at the end just turns out to be a ghost and it's the most arbitrary. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. A ghost through this whole movie. <laughs> I, I will say the, the one thing this is not is, is arbitrary. They work very hard to make the twist not arbitrary. Okay. That's um, but. Um, <laughs> hey, are you ready? For Everybody's got zero. We got two more rounds. Oh, my gosh. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to... More teamwork, guys. Thank you so much for letting me piggyback on some of these choices. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Glad to <laughs> let you down. No, hey, hey. I'm not – that wasn't a dig. I'm genuinely – I'm glad I get to work on it because I don't know – I did not know anyone in that movie. You're now it sounds like I'm defending myself. All You're losing me hard. Long. Yeah. Okay. Do I need to turn on the camera and flip some birds for you guys? <laughs> I imagine that if no, you did no, that, no. it would be some sort of adorable little like bird toy that you're like, see, yeah. look, I, <laughs> I am a cutie pie. So you caught no. me. I was just going to do a magic <laughs> trick. <laughs> Close up magic because I really like that. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> All right, here we go. Trey. No cards, <laughs> only coins. Okay, sorry. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry. That's okay. Uh, the film tray is, uh, tell me who you think in the cast of Free Solo. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the mountain. Oh, so, yeah. El Capitan. Uh, uh, how about the film Free Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri? Oh. Make that three billboards. What do you think, Trey? Do you remember the uh, cast of that uh, award-winning film? Yeah, wasn't Wordy Harrelson in that one, too? <laughs> oh, interesting, was he? Yeah, wasn't he the sheriff? Yeah, is that, so is that your answer? Yeah, man. You're going Woody Harrelson. Yeah, clearly. Right. I'm going to yeah. go Woody Harrelson. Okay, Eliza? I mean, I do mean, I... 
it does sound like this uh, this algorithm is skewed towards Woody Harrelson, um, but I feel like people love Francis McDormand, so I'm gonna go with Francis McDormand. True. Oh, that's a fair one. What do you think, Mike? Oh, I was I, I was gonna say Francis McDormand too, but Woody Harrelson being the common thread between the movies feels like I might lean that way. Um, ah, but Francis McDormand fans are just you know what. I'm strategy over heart. It's uh, Woody Harrelson. Let's do that. <laughs> okay, so you got Woody. What do you think, Trey? You locked in? Uh, can I, Childish Gambino? Can I change my answer <laughs> to Childish Gambino? You can. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stick with Woody Harrelson, man. <laughs> Woody's and Francis McDormand for eliza and it's shocking she won the best actress trophy for the film and yeah. yet somehow francis mcdormand comes in all the way down at number eight what wild wild it's very unfair uh seven was uh, peter dinklage who appears in the film mm. and i'll yeah, jump I mean, all the way Thrones, to number three to save some time number three worth some points is woody harrelson yeah mike and Trey are both on the board with one point apiece. And uh, nice. number two is Sam Rockwell. Fuck. Yeah. What? And then, uh, yeah, he won an uh, Oscar for that as well. Yeah, and but then, uh, wild. And then number he one. He was great in that. He was, oh, yeah. Number one, yeah. Samara Weaving. Huh? Oh, my God. Yeah. Hugo Weaving's very successful actress daughter, must have done something recently. She was on that show Hollywood, and she's going to be in something else. It, Bill and Ted? Is she the oh, she's in Bill and Ted right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she, Bill and Ted faced oh. the Yeah. And she was yeah. also in um, Ready or Not, which had like a big cult boom, I guess, because yeah, like, people seem to really like that one. Their, uh, yeah. uh, horror movie. All right. Oh, we got one more round, you, two, you three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Two of you are in the lead with only one point, so it's still anybody's game. Solid. And, uh, Eliza gets to go first this round. Um, we're going to discuss the uh, performers, actors and actresses that make up the cast of Three Men and a Baby. Oh, wow. No. <laughs> they're doing a remake. They're, doing, they're rebooting it with, like, the Jonas Brothers or some shit. Yeah, but like, was <laughs> is that baby famous now or something? Yeah, Damn it! Oh, I didn't that's even, my first thought. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. If the baby grew up to be wow, the baby I is mean, Justin Bieber. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm gonna get fucked on this. Um, that baby was Adam Driver. <laughs> now who's making a stupid call, huh? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna oh. go. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ted Danson just because I feel like he's he's still working the most of of the three men um, yeah. and I don't know the name of the baby so yeah that's a tough one so, t- uh, so Ted Danson I mean Ted Danson's the only guy I can remember from this that uh and that should be an indication to me so I'm, I'm also saying Ted Danson yeah but can I interest you in a reverse mortgage <laughs> <laughs> a Steve Gutenberg a Tom Selleck yeah see <laughs> that's you, the thing what do you think Trey Ooh. Tom Selleck seems like he's been in something recently. Hasn't he been on Blue Bloods forever? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say Tom Selleck. I just see him every day when I'm watching my game shows. I see him come on and Mm. insist that you know. Yeah, man. This isn't my first rodeo. A reverse mortgage doesn't. It's not trying to take (laughs) your home. (laughs) Bubble? What bubble? <laughs> it's not trying to take your home. It's just putting your home up for us to take it if it goes that way. <laughs> so and we bad. trust you, Tom Selleck. We love you so much. Why does he need more money? He's just an old guy. All he needs is mustache wax and a nice place to lay his head. Uh, uh, he he. Th- there was a trade for some sort of like a facial hair immortality to that. He's never going to lose that stash. Um, oh, whatever. He's trying to scam old people. It's horrible. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Are we all locked in on our uh, final answers for three men and a baby? Wait, what was... Eliza gets to switch I it think, if she wants, yeah? I think we had oh. Tom Selleck. Two Ted Danson's and a Tom Selleck. 
Two Ted Danson's and a Tom Selleck. That's a that's an order at a bar. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna move to Selleck. Fuck! I'm gonna kick myself for this. Yeah, you are. Big move. Like it. Okay. So we got <laughs> Trey and Eliza are both going Selleck, and yeah. Mike is going to stick with Ted Danson and his family. He had those CSI years. Let's do it, Danson. Come on, baby. It's going to be somebody like I'm forgetting, like the mom of the baby is going to be somebody that's famous now or some shit. Yeah. Natasha Leone was in this as a child. <laughs> oh. It is, uh, it's got some interesting results. Uh, I'll go all the, all the way down to number five just to give him a nice plug, our friend Dave Foley. Uh, oh, nice. Per, apparently appears in that film as grocery store clerk. Yeah, that sounds right. I had right. no idea. I never, I never knew about that. I knew about like the ghost in that one scene, but I didn't yeah. know that Dave Foley was in it. The, the kids <laughs> in the grocery store, huh? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. Never mind. No, that was great. <laughs> no, I was on board. <laughs> Number four is Ted Danson. Uh, uh, man. Uh, yeah. okay. I'm really uh, happy to see us right. on the your, your hopes and dreams of winning your first Douglas movies have been dashed. Dude, how he didn't win an Emmy every year for Cheers is anyway. <laughs> he won a few times, though, didn't he? He won, I think, yeah, he two, maybe, them, at most two. I believe he asked them to stop nominating him because he had won oh. so much, and he was like, come on, let's not be weird about this. Yeah, and he's Thanks. a nice guy, because the Emmys cool really would get crazy with, sometimes they give the same person a, an award like five years in a row. Dude, he right. was so good in that show. <laughs> he was. He's, he, you know, he's a good actor. He just seems um, really cool. <laughs> yeah. Like Number him. three yeah. is uh, uh, the actress who played the uh, mother of the baby at Three Men and a Baby, Nancy Travis. Ah, oh, oh, see, huh? so I was, okay, she did come in at number three. Yeah, she's currently having to play the love interests of both uh, Michael Douglas and Tim Allen, so she's probably got a pretty sweet existence having Oof. to be the wife. <laughs> oh, like on that Tim <laughs> Allen uh, sitcom. True. I think she's the wife on Last Man Standing, and she's the girlfriend of Sandy Kaminsky in the, the uh, Kaminsky method. Oh, yeah. The sensible age appropriate one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like last man standing is pretty much home improvement, but he's got daughters now or something and he's older. Yeah. And he's moved from one network to another and I haven't paid much attention to it. Word. And Jonathan Taylor Thomas is the neighbor, but we don't see his face, so it's not. Stop! Oh, <laughs> I'm no, gonna watch no. at least an episode if that's true. Uh, fake news, Mike. Pretty sure I Jonathan just... Taylor Thomas has been on that show. Uh, well, he has. Yeah, it sounds uh, like something. Sounds like I thought he removed himself from acting altogether, and that's why I was like, bring him back. He was such a heartthrob. He did, and then he got into directing. He's, <laughs> I agree. Oh. He, was, he was trying to direct, I know, because uh, when I was at Funny or Die, we had a meeting with him once. And no it was one of those ones where, every, where they were like, here's Jonathan Taylor Thomas, except you can't pitch anything about him. And oh. so we were like, oh, but, oh, oh okay. Wow. <laughs> he just wanted to direct. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow, good for him number after all these years. Number two, yeah. coming in number two, it's Tom Selleck. Damn. Oh, number two? Oh, my God. Oh, wow. yeah. That's amazing. Two points for Trey, two points for Eliza. Good for Gutenberg. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Steve Gutenberg pulls the wheel. number one. And I was going to say Gutenberg, but was like, no way it's no going to be Gutenberg. I mean, his Bibles are still in every hotel room. Ah, uh, they are popular. It's yeah, yeah best-selling <laughs> book of all time. Yeah. Whenever there's one in the room, and then give it to somebody because that's what you—that's the idea is you're supposed to pass it along, but nobody does that because they think it's stealing. Oh, I always. Oh, and also because um, it probably has like you know jizz and stuff on them. Oh yeah, I wipe them down good. I think there's jizz on the Bible. Some people so, love that. Yeah, shit, that's why people go to hotels so they can jerk off in Bibles. Yeah, oh, without any reproach or judgment at all. That's oh, never been. Uh, we are right. very different people, Trey. Um, yeah, Steve Gutenberg. I can only think that maybe he's number one because he's a, he's a judge on this silly miniature golf course show called Holy Moly. On oh yeah, that might do it. <laughs> and really, have we gotten that low in the <laughs> in this quarantine that people have started watching that show? 
That show is fucking hilarious because it's. I watched uh, one episode. Oh. It's mini golf plus people getting knocked into the water by weird yeah. moving yeah. objects. It's no floor is lava. I'll tell you that. Floor is lava sucks. It's whatever. <laughs> Rob Riggle is there at Holy Moly making jokes. Yeah, he is. Nobody's fun. Oh, they got the Riggle factor? Yeah, yeah. you're pretty yeah. much screwed. Yeah, he's going to pull <laughs> in some people. All right, I mean, guys. We got to wrap this up. This has been so much fun. Uh, Trey, of course, uh, like I said, anyone could win, and he did. That's amazing. Uh, wow. Thank you, Doug, <laughs> yeah. for you finally coming up with a game that I can win. Yeah, and I can't <laughs> believe that you just didn't you didn't get that email I sent you, and you still won. <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. See, he's just planting seeds. This is horrible. It's the final plugs. Final plugs, starting with uh, Eliza Skinner, a movie, uh, TV show, and the record. Yes, the show is Earth to Ned, uh, streaming on Disney Plus, um, and the record is Regarding My Lovers um, from a special thing, and it's music and comedy. So Hell please yeah. listen. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for a musical episode of that show. That, that sounds super fun. I'm gonna watch your show, Eliza. Um, Mike. Yes, sir. Uh, you can find me on social media. One more time. Carosa. Yes, sir. That's it. Uh, you can find me uh, on social media at Mike Carosa, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A on Twitter and Instagram. I have a podcast called Bummer Boys, X Bummer X Boys X. It's stylized like a bad hardcore band. You can check that out. We talk about uh, music that made us sad that week. And we've had some pretty <laughs> fun guests on it. And then also my album Cherubic is out as of last Friday. Eliza and I both had albums come out the same day. And it Yay! made me smile to see them both pop up on iTunes, like right next to each other. And uh, like I'm already a big fan of eliza's and it's really cool and uh everybody who's listened thank you so much and if you enjoy it please let me know if you don't please don't be mean about it i really can't handle that (laughs) 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 yeah just just whisper it into a pillow if you don't like our albums don't you know they're gonna write back is i got your money (laughs) (laughs) if you see me in person and you want to tell me it sucks that's fine but yeah just don't do it online yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what in person? <laughs> Trey, do you have any plugs? Uh, at Trey Galleon on Twitter and Instagram. And, um, you know, for the few people in Knoxville, Tennessee, me and Jeff Tate are going to try to work out an outdoor show Thanksgiving Ooh. week. We'll see what happens. But yeah, follow oh, me yeah. for that. We'll. We'll yeah, definitely that. wait until it gets really cold before doing that. <laughs> yeah, man, it'll be nice. We'll have a little bonfire going and stuff, and you know, sounds awesome. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, DougLovesMovies.com for what you know. What if I do end up having any tour dates or anything? I do have a a live streaming show coming up on October third. You go to RushTix.com to get into that. Thank you to all of my guests one more time. Appreciate Thank you, you being Mike Carosa, Trey Gallion, and Eliza Skinner. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for having us. As always, as you wish. <laughs> now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in.